But we have got the Socceroos squad in. Mm-hmm. It is here. And a big selection, a big cap after all the clamouring, all this social media storm. Jason Cummings is in the Socceroos squad. He has been selected. Oh, no, sorry. That's Jamie McLaren. No, my bad. They are such similar players uh, that I, I got them mixed up on the list. They've both uh, represented Scotland before. So at least close, uh, yeah. at least if you ask Graham Arnold, they're very similar players. So easy mistake for me to make. But, uh, yeah, the Socceroos squad is in, uh, despite my uh, very poor joke. Uh, no Jason Cummings. Uh, what did we make of this? Because there was, there was very, very, I think... Mixed reception would be the the charitable phrase to there describe is, the selection. What, but what did you make of it, Jason? Um, I looked at it. It was very uninspiring selection, <laughs> I thought. That's the, the yes, word I can is, think that's of. that's another because, good word. Because the, camp, the campaign has stuttered for us. It's stuttered and it's spluttered along the last few um, internationals. And there's not many changes made to the squad to actually change that up for us. So if you look at it, this is, you know, there's the normal picks. But even if you look at it in terms of, Andrew Redmayne's in the squad. He's not even the best goalkeeper in the A-League, so he gets a spot. Danny Vukovic is off the bench yeah. as the second goalkeeper. So, you know, you need to, for me, refresh that a little bit. Um, they've picked a couple of returning Socceroos who haven't... Um, so if you're talking about form and they're picking players on form, then they've missed a, a few opportunities, we think, with Jason Cummings. Uh, that's an obvious one. Mike Birigidi, the other one. Um, Cam Devlin as well, potentially. Um so they've missed a few opportunities, but then they have got returning Socceroos. And I talk of Bailey Wright, who's just led Sunderland to a promotion. He's come back into the fold after a, a significant absence. Um, and Jason Davidson has been selected. Mm. And you would say that that's been on form as well. So he hasn't played for the Socceroos for seven years. We had to look that up. He hasn't played for seven years. So 2015 was his last cap. He's now 30. He's had a tremendous season uh in the uh, in the A League, he made the All Stars team. Played against Barcelona the other week. He did. Um, went off injured too. That's interesting. So we'll see how that goes with him. Um, so if you're picking players on form like that, you would think you would tend to look at a few others, but uh, they haven't. They've overlooked most of them, and he's gone with sort of the, the players that he's known and that he's trusted over the campaign. So let's hopefully they can. Get the job done. They've got a friendly against Jordan on Thursday morning and then the UAE and the big one at uh, uh, 4 or 5 o'clock Wednesday the 8th. Well, I, I'm going to lean into some some really uh, unsurprising for anyone who is a regular listener of this show mm-hmm. um, or a regular listener of the station. Uh, I'm going to get into some very cynical areas here. Okay, go. go. Uh, because it was, as you said, an uninspiring team selection. A lot of... Uh, a lot of familiar faces being selected, not a lot of change, not the change that many hope to see uh, swing through this soccer squad. But here's, here's my uh, cynical take. Why are we surprised? Why are, why are we surprised? Sorry, but, but Graham Arnold has, has done this throughout the stretch of his soccer time. He has clearly got a, uh, a tendency to go with people who he knows, who he's worked with before, and who he trusts. Mm-hmm. That is, to me, that's not a shock. He, he, it's, you know, it's like no, the, it's, not, it's, it's like the shock, wolf no. saying to the sheep, like, I am going to eat you. And then the sheep being like, oh my God, I'm being eaten by the wolf. Like, th- this is, this is a consistent theme. We've seen it in all the Socceroos squads. It's the hope, it's the hope people, that kills you, pe- Lucky. But people like Ryan Grant, even though he's dropped out of this squad, 
being picked, even though he's not necessarily in the top couple of right back Australian right back selections. Mm-hmm. Andrew Redmayne, as well, in a crunch time, while other people outside are clamouring for change and for fresh faces, I think Graham Arnold, if I'm in his head, is on the opposite side of the coin. He's thinking this is really important. I can't afford to make a mistake or take a huge risk or a gamble. I need to go with the people I can trust, the people I know can get the results for me. And whether you like it or not, and I'm telling you now, I do not like it, Yeah. but this this is the way he operates. And I don't necessarily judge him for that, but I do think it's it's going to end up being his downfall because the players and the approach that he's picking um, are not up to standard. And since the, what is that, nine-game run that we had to to start things off when we were playing considerably easier teams, weren't even playing that well in my view. Uh, since then, nothing's really changed. Um, yeah, I, I just don't really get the the angst and the clamour because Graham Arnold has showed us his approach tactically, selection-wise, for the whole campaign. Why are we shocked that, it, that, that now we're not, nothing well, is changing? Like, it, it, We're not shocked. We just have hope, right, because this hasn't worked... It hasn't worked. I don't get why you'd, you'd have hope, but anyway. No, anyway. no. <laughs> it hasn't worked, and we're kind of hoping for some kind of X factor. So Tommy Rogic is out. So he's our X factor. He didn't play against Japan. and He's out for personal reasons, but they've chosen not to replace him. So there's a spot there. Like, it's not that they're saving money to actually bring someone in. There was talk of others. So who else are we missing? So... Jake Brimmer won the medal. There's talk of him maybe giving him a run in the but squad. I, I don't. I don't think so yet. I think that's. I think that's recency bias. I don't think yeah. anyone was talking about that before he. No, was but if he's picking on, on if he's picking on form, he gets the go. Jason Davidson's in the same boat, right? Yeah. No, it's it's fair, but I don't Cummings, think he was in the conversation. No, he before. wasn't. I think it was a bit of recency. Cummings bias, is not the same footballer as McLaren. Okay. Can, so, can we talk a little bit more about this? Because okay. this. So that's like, why he came back and he said, oh, "I don't need him because I've got Jamie McLaren." Yeah. He, so. Adam, oh. reading off the, the Adam Peacock tweet, he says yep. that he's a similar player to Jamie McLaren who got the nod in, instead. Uh, you know, his four strikers, Taggart, Duke, D'Agostino and McLaren, all offer something different. Don't necessarily agree. But this this admission yep. from Graham Arnold, a man who I will admit has frustrated me on a fair few occasions of late. Yep. This was like my my breaking my breaking point um, because to me, this comment about Jason Cummings uh, being a similar player to Jamie McLaren, it revealed one of three things. I haven't finalized uh, yeah. which one it is and I, I can't, can't tell one of three things because anyone who's watched the A-League will tell you there is not a chance that you could mistake Jamie McLaren and Jason, Jason Cummings for one yeah. another visually uh, or the way they play. Correct. Neither way. Yep. So it's it's one of three things that is at play here when Graham Arnold says something like this. He either hasn't watched Jason Cummings play mm-hmm. in the A-League and he hasn't been watching the A-League men's, which is maybe improbable given he's picked other players who well, performed Dagestino well in the Dagestino A-League on form. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I mean, I yep. guess D'Agostino has had that under-23s experience mm-hmm. with Arnie as well. So he either hasn't been watching the A-League and seen Jason Cummings, or he just hasn't been watching Jason Cummings, uh, he has a fundamental misunderstanding of what the attributes, the respective attributes of Jamie McLaren and Jason Cummings are. 
he just has completely misinterpreted them as a player yeah. because Cummings is a player who can use his body off the link, ball, bring others up. into yeah, play. McLaren, into sorry, yeah. but did you not see him play in the grand final? He does not. He's a great finisher. He's the best finisher in the league, but he doesn't offer those things. So it's either the, it's either one of those two things, or Graham Arnold has told the media a lie. He's he either hasn't watched him, he doesn't actually know how to analyze him properly, or he is straight up lying. And I don't know which one of those things is worse. Or maybe the other think, alternative yeah. is that he thought perhaps Taggart is a similar kind of forward to Cummings. Taggart is similar. Taggart's and a link-up he wanted guy. four yeah. different strikers. But even then, that's a lie because he didn't make the comparison no. between Taggart and Cummings. He made it between two players who are completely different strikers. Well, Cummings has also said that Graham Arnold has not spoken to him. So maybe he's never been even considered or even in the picture at all. It's just the, the media which, are talking about it and want him in there. Which when you consider the game that Jamie McLaren has just played in the final yep. relative to the season that Jason Cummings is coming off the back of, it is ridiculous. It's ridiculous that he's not even in the squad. Conversation okay. with this player. It drives me crazy. I would have him in the squad too. There's eight A-leg players in the squad. The soccer squad, there's eight A-leg players and there's three uncontracted players that could potentially come back to mm. the A-leg, right? So he is watching it. So he is watching it. He's just not watching it. He's just not considering him. He's he's a very stubborn man. He's so, sticking, yeah. sticking to his own processes, okay. his own players. So, if, he, so, so if, he's, if he's watching it, he's either lying about being yep. similar or, or it's the, it's the um, he doesn't understand what he is. I think I think he's lying. I think he's told a lie. Maybe, T- Yeah, I th- possibly. There's just no way you could honestly hold your hands up and say they are the same player. They're not. Taggart's back, which is good for that us. That is a good thing. No, I will say that is He good has thing. been scoring. He scored in his last couple of, two out of the last three games, I think, in Japan, which is fantastic. Duke is one of his favourites he goes to, which is interesting. But yeah, eight A-league players and three uncontracted players. So you've got like Aziz Bayic, um who else is uncontracted? You've got Almobile. Uh, Almobile was he's, uncontracted at the time of selection. Right. He's now going to Spain, which is mm-hmm. excellent. And his son-in-law is um, out of contract, Trent Sainsbury. Yes, that's right. Yeah. I always forget that. Well, I always forget that. We pick your favourites and your selection. You'll probably be the captain. Yeah, I shouldn't, <laughs> I shouldn't really be shocked. But um, the, the other small bone of contention, but smaller compared to Cummings, and I will admit a certain level of... Uh, blind spot mm-hmm. where it relates to this particular omission. Great to see Nathaniel Atkinson, a Hearts yep. fullback, is is getting uh, selected. Always pleased to see that. Must say though, disappointed to not see Cam Devlin picked for this squad. Now I know that he is coming off the back of a pretty long layoff. I know that since he's returned from said injury, he hasn't been a consistent starter. I think the Socceroos have really lacked a steely presence in midfield. And I see that Ken, Ken Dougal is back into the Socceroos squad for this. Yeah. So maybe the intention is to have him be that outlet. But we've really lacked like a nippy, steely, hard-nosed kind of player in the, cent- in the center of um, defensive midfield. Cam Devlin, despite the injury layoff in the Scottish Premiership, led the league in tackles. He played like 60 minutes after March in the league, and he was still ahead of the next nearest player in the competition. He is exactly what the Socceroos need in that position, in my Mm. opinion. And the fact that he's... Look, I know he's still managing a return from injury. The fact he's not even in the squad in any capacity with a player coming out... Now, I know Rogic is not the same player. It blows my mind. 
blows my mind. That and he the other one, the other one who's not in the squad is Connor Metcalf. So if you're talking yeah. about form and A League form and A League players, he won. Didn't he win the Alex Tobin Medal? Yeah, and a surprise so, too, especially considering he midfielder. And he also seems like the kind of player who would be really appealing to Graham Arnold. He does have that kind of physical element to his game. He is really good at providing that sort of uh, third man run, being mm. a penalty box threat out of midfield. So yeah, that the just really uh, baffling stuff for for most people. Again, I can't say that I was was shocked by it all. Uh, disappointed but not surprised is my my go to phrase. I got a, a funny anecdote about Kenny Dougal for you. Go for it. So my smart TV when I when I out loud cheer for Dougal, Google will come up and say, "Can you can you say that again, please?" Um, my my Google smart TV, but no, it's uh, I'm talking about Kenny Dougal. Anyway, that was the last soccer he's going. Not that good. No, you know? I like yeah. it. I like it. I like it. But, yeah, look, despite the the clamoring and the questions around the squad, the reality is that this is going to be the group of players that will take us to a critical, critical game after the Jordan Friendly yep, so we've got coming th- up this week. Yeah, three weeks to go. So Jordan, Jordan Friendly on Thursday morning, and then uh, Wednesday morning we have a UAE knockout qualifier if we get through that we get peru um the tuesday after so it's a big few weeks for the socceroos if we want to be involved in the in qatar it's really it's it's really tough um because obviously we're both standing here we both want australia to qualify Mm -hmm, for the world cup but sometimes it can be very hard to see in the context of some of these things it can be hard to see a path through i want to go back to to the tom rogich thing just Mm. really quickly um, because it kind of links into to what I'm saying here. Because yep. I did see a bit of flack coming for Tom Rogic after he left the squad for personal reasons. The, the rumour rumor mill was in overdrive as to what the reasons might be, whether we were looking at a, at a potential uh, Roy Keane um, <laughs> you know, situation yeah. here. Uh, but the people who were critiquing him uh, for deciding to step aside, regardless of what his reasons were... Um, can get stuffed yeah, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. If you're leaving for personal reasons, then it's a big deal. Yeah, you don't need we, to know, we, and we don't need to know. We have no idea. And yeah, exactly. That was the thing actually that annoyed me more mm. than people critiquing him was people that thinking that we have a, because it's an important moment in Australian football, that we have a right to know. No, we don't. No, we don't. People do not, are not in your work life asking you really personal details about why you didn't turn up to work on Tuesday the 5th of May while you left early at 4pm. No one's asking you those questions and it's your right to keep that information to yourself. Correct. Just because you care a lot about the Australian national team um, and most of the players do too and it is generally seen as a big deal, not everyone feels that same sense of duty-bound obligation to stand by and push through all these circumstances to represent their national team. And so... (laughs) If Rogic chooses not to play for Australia, irrespective of whether it's something really serious or he just doesn't want to play under Graham Arnold, it is his right to do so. Absolutely. It is absolutely his right to do so. And to, not only to do so, but to do so without being questioned why it is. So I hope Tom Rogic, uh, whatever personal reasons are the reasons that he's not in the squad, I hope that he's doing okay. I hope that he's not checking his Twitter. And I hope that in spite of his absence, the Socceroos, despite all my... my ang- angriness about all of this can still get through to the world cup fingers crossed